0: What is going on, y'all, for another sick episode on the Anvil Show tonight, week one in the books. Unfortunately, we don't have Clyde the Voice with us tonight. He is on base serving our country, so our prayers are with him. Hopefully, he gets back home safe. He's not overseas or anything. He's just out uh, on an assignment right now, so he'll be home soon. So, it's just me and Pat tonight. So, Sammy, let's go ahead and get into it.
1: Turn up your volume.
0: Because you're about to listen to
1: the sick, sick, podcast. Podcast. The sick podcast and Bill Show.
0: One of the later seconds, Marlon Jackson! Marlon got it! We're going to the Super Bowl! We're going to the Super Bowl! Marlon Jackson with the interception! He picked off Tom Brady.
1: The sickest Indianapolis
0: Colts podcast. It's gonna be
1: sick, sick, sick.
0: Happy Tuesday night, y'all. Pat, let's get you in here, big dog. What's going what on, brother? Right uh, oh, living a you know dream. I hear that. I hear that. Week one in the books, huh? What'd you think? Um, I
1: was overly impressed. I was saddened at the outcome, but over impressed with the play of most of our offense and definitely impressed with our
0: defense. Absolutely. Before we, you know, we lost Clyde, we were talking about, um, Anthony Richardson, how he performed. Thoughts on that real quick, then I'll jump in.
1: It was phenomenal to see a 21-year-old kid go out there, shrink the field as well as he did in his debut game. It was quite impressive. Oh, now, man,
0: it was it's exciting to see
1: I I wanted to see I wanted to see Shane stretch stretch his arm out a little bit you know
0: yeah me too I just let, I let, it, let him
1: hit hit those bombs out there and they didn't uh, but I went back watched the highlights and they stayed in um, a two set safety in the back so I could see with that with the way they were playing him I can see why he didn't but I really did want to see him uh, let go, let let loose of that
0: cannon. Oh, yeah, I think everybody did. I mean, what we've what what was showcased in preseason, you know, it was amazing to see what kind of arm strength that kid has, man. It's yeah. like, yeah, we are – we know the running ability, but we just want – I mean, as fans, I mean, I think we just really wanted some exciting throws downfield in Indianapolis Sunday. But, you know, it was – it's a learning curve for everybody. You know, Shane's just trying to – I think Shane was just trying to really – He's into it himself. You know what I mean? As a head coaching role, seeing seeing the field, seeing the players, checking things. I mean, that's what we got to remember too. Shane's, you know, technically a rookie in all this too. I mean, yeah, he's been coaching for several years. He's still young, though. And uh, we just gotta remember this is also his first year as a head coach. He wants to try to be precise. He wants to feel things out as a um, an emotional coach, I think. You know, unlike Frank Reich, who's a more analytical coach. I believe we got more of a emotional coach with Shane. But yes, AR um, looked phenomenal. He was poised. He never gave up. That running touchdown was great. You know, his first game, couldn't ask for nothing better for that kid. Um, offensive line obviously still struggled at times a little bit. Play calling was decent at best. Like you said, we wanted to see some down downfield plays, I think. But um, all in all, man, I mean, the defense was aggressive in the first half, I think. And I think Gus got a little bit conservative in the second half, especially more toward the fourth quarter. Um, it just seemed like they were getting, you know, four, five, six, seven yards, every possession toward the end of the game. And I just don't know if it was just the defense was tired or it was just play calling. I mean, what do you think about the defensive play?
1: I The defensive play was phenomenal all the way up towards the end. Um, but it did look like they were getting gassed a little bit. But when when you have no running game, your offensive line isn't holding the way they're supposed to, you know. And and you do the three and outs several times, and your defense is right back on the field. That's how they get gassed.
0: <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned the running game, boy. We, I think we missed Jonathan Taylor this, you know, this Sunday, oh, you know, with all with, every, uh, with everything going on with him, and you know, but. There's some positivity on the horizon with Jonathan Taylor. We'll touch on him just briefly real quick. Um, They are saying he could pass his physical today. It looks like he can. And supposedly he said he'll be ready for week five. So what do you think? Does he play or does he still hold out?
1: Uh, My God, I hope he plays. If not, they're going to fine him. If he passes the physical and he's able to play and he holds out, he can get fined big time. And we need him out there. I guarantee you, we would have won that game if Jonathan was if Jonathan was out there. Because look at the designed run plays for Anthony. When they did that, they started bringing the box in, and that's the time to throw those those deep balls. Yeah. When they start when they start filling in the, into that box, um, but then they moved away from the only run game that we had, and that was Anthony. Mm-hmm. You know, and and they kept going back to Dion, and he averaged what, like one point four yards a carry. Yeah, that is, that is not going to get the box stacked. That is not going to open up that downfield lane. You know, so. Jonathan,
0: Go ahead.
1: Okay? I was just going to say, having Jonathan back would <laughs> would have opened that up a lot.
0: Well, it's funny. It's it's great that you actually bring it up. Maybe that was the reason why Shane didn't try the deep ball. You think? Oh, well, guarantee. Game it. Just, yeah, I, get, so, I guarantee it.
1: Yeah, it, it, they didn't have to stack the box. That's why they were running um, two safeties because they everybody knows he's got a cannon. Yep. And we have no run game because we have no Jonathan Taylor, so there's no reason to stack the box. Your front four, your front seven absolutely manhandled our trenches. There's no reason to bring anybody extra, so protect that deep that deep threat. If I was a defensive corner, I would have done the same thing. But if we had Jonathan back there, if we had the threat, uh, a real RPO threat, then they would have had to take care of that situation. They would have had to bring in people into that box, which would have opened up the downfield. Absolutely, so, yeah. I'm I'm 100% believe if we had Jonathan out
0: there, we win that game. Absolutely, man. It was just, oh uh, <laughs> I mean, other than the disappointing loss, but you know, fans are still remaining optimistic, which is what we were really hoping for. You know, uh, the vibe in Lucas Old Stadium that day. Oh my God, <laughs> it was lit.
1: Yeah, everybody. Uh, I wish we had a, our applause button because every Colts fan deserves an applaud.
0: That, that Colts Nakes. All y'all Colts Nakes you know, y'all did a great job.
1: Yeah, that, that stadium was rocking. Hell we could hear people from home. Oh my goodness. You know, back we,
0: house. Oh, there ain't nothing like it. Yeah.
1: Nothing like it. Tailgate was pretty lit too, huh? Tailgate was beyond lit. <laughs> Those barbecue oh, sliders you made with the home-gating sauce was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, sure. Shout there out w- to
0: our boy at home-gating barbecue sauce, y'all.
1: Yeah, there there was not one speck of meat left.
0: Dude, I think there was like one bucket. <laughs>
1: and, and I'm pretty sure we, we probably fed 150, 200 people. I don't know about all that. Man, there there were people coming and going, coming and going the whole time. No, I know, but I don't know if it was two hundred people or not. We're gonna have to get somebody out there with a clicker and start counting everybody for <laughs> us.
0: <laughs> he said we're gonna start having like a little, like a little door guy with a little rope counting people. <laughs> but, oh, we'll, we'll
1: put Adam J in charge of that.
0: You're gonna put the littlest, one of the littlest dudes out there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but he's one of he's one of the meanest son of bitches you can ever cross. This this is true. He's a scrappy little
0: shit. <laughs> he <for sure>. is. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: um, give me your take on on Ar. What? How did you think he did?
0: Man, this we're we're in such good hands with this kid. Man, I mean, he's a phenom. First and foremost, he's a phenomenal human being. Let's just get that out there. He's his vibe that he puts out, his attitude that he puts out. Um, people love to be around him. The locker room's behind him. I mean, we've seen everybody come to celebrate with him on his first touchdown, so we know that the team is behind this kid. I mean, he just puts off an aura about him, and it, it feels – I know, yeah, I know we've had, like, retiree quarterbacks or backup quarterbacks start for us in the past. But I don't know, man. It's just – this feels different. I don't know. It's, it's It's a different feeling, but it's a good feeling. Like, it's – it is like an Andrew Luck type feeling or a Peyton Manning type feeling close to it when it came to him being drafted to us. We definitely got the most talented draft pick quarterback wise in this draft. He showed it. I think you mentioned it before um, when we were just talking that uh, they they thought he was going to be a two to four year project, only having okay. so many game, only started so many games in college, and he's went out there and proved a lot of people wrong and i love that this kid's got so much potential so much talent he's got the staff behind him to support him he's got the team behind him to support him i mean the sky's the limit with this kid it was exciting to watch him
1: and he's got the fan base behind him absolutely Andy. you know and i said it after one of the one of the training camps we went to you know mm-hmm. the only thing i could describe what i was seeing was there's a new sheriff in town Oh that's God. it. That that's the only way I could describe it, man. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited to see how far he can take this.
0: I mean, man, he's just I don't know. Like something deep down inside me, Patrick Mahomes is a phenomenal athlete. Like he's a phenom right now in the league, but I think Anthony Richardson, with the right people around him, the right talent, the right coaching. I think he can go beyond Patrick Mahomes and whatever feat that he has so far. I agree. I absolutely. It's just agree. it's un- There's so much still. It's like I don't know when you when I look at this kid, I see it like the ocean, man. Bottomless, endless possibility. There's so much still unknown, so much untapped potential we've yet to see because this is just what he came into the league with. What's he going to be like in three years when he's really untapped all this potential and gets comfortable? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, I mean, he gets he's wearing a, good a, heads.
1: if he can get a right side line to block for him. Oh god, that, that right side was was still killing me.
0: Did that right side's been our Achilles heel? No pun intended. Aaron Rodgers, by the way. Oh, well, uh, that's brutal. Brutal. So sorry, I couldn't help that. But uh but no, like that's they really have been our Killy seal for um (laughs) ever since we let Gulinski walk. Gulinski and Fisher.
1: Well, Fisher was left side tackle.
0: Uh, either way, just it just I just never thought we'd miss Fisher that much. And Glow. Mostly glow though.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I thought I thought Raymond did real well. I thought he did Raymond, real well.
0: Uh, Raymond it, was a Raymond was actually voted the PFF best offensive lineman this week. Really, he was.
1: Hell yeah! See, see, and and you know, so we're good hands on the left side with with Raymond and Q. Now we just got to uh, get Smith, and I don't even know who our guard is. Fries,
0: over fries,
1: fries. Yep. Yeah, he's gonna have to step it up.
0: We didn't I mean this panel obviously is not like fries to begin with I don't think I mean not like a not like a huge dislike for the guy but he's just not that guy so yeah, I mean, he's
1: he's not consistent enough with with his blocking
0: so I mean do we do we try because I know our uh, our draft pick that we got this year um what's his name why am I drawing a blank right now the Whit. lineman that we got in, huh is it Whit? Is it wit?
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: Whoever it is. Our newest draft pick that we got that was a really good lineman pickup in this draft. At what point do you like, you know, especially when you're uh coach soprano, like where do you when do you make a change? I mean, I know it's only week one, obviously, but um I know Ballard likes fries. He talked highly of fries when we interviewed him at training camp this year. But um at what point, man, do like do we give this rookie a chance? Because he's played both tackle and guard. Uh,
1: that one we won't know. Uh, Blake Freeland,
0: Freeland, yes, there we go. Yep,
1: yeah. fourth round pick. Yeah. Um, you know, I I just I I can't answer that because we don't see how he's progressing. Only the coaching staff does, you know, but if we continue to suck on that right side, man, you got to do something. You got to do something.
0: Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, just, I just don't know what Braden Smith's problem is. We paid him all this money. <laughs> what happened? It's that me. I mean, oh, my gosh. You know, we got, you know, we, I wish we had the applause button again. You know, we'll switch sides of the ball here real quick for, you know, for the last 10 or so minutes. Um, so, a big, a big round of applause for DeForest on his touchdown. Man, that was incredible.
1: That was phenomenal.
0: Uh, that's, it goes to show you all. I mean, you you've probably all seen it on social media, but it is football one on one. That's why you never stop until that whistle blows. And you
1: play to the whistle, you know, and, and that was a heads up play by Zaire. Big round applause for him. Absolutely. Punching that ball back out while it was still alive.
0: Speaking of Ziggy, you know he's under investigation by the NFL with a drug test again?
1: Under investigation or just taking a drug test?
0: Taking a drug test. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's. Another one.
1: That's pretty standard.
0: For having a phenomenal game.
1: (laughs) Really, it is.
0: Is it standard, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's just everywhere. It's why? Because I feel like he's been drug tested way more than the average player, like average star player. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I, now, I don't know what his 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 test count is, but it, it does seem that way. It's
0: up there. Because, I mean, everyone's just like, again and again and again. So, it's just like, dude, come on. This dude's just a beast. <laughs> he's proven to you time and time again that he tests clean. At one point, it's going to become a harassment. And he
1: plays his ass off.
0: He does. He's really become – I mean, he's really shined for this team over the years. I mean, he went from special special teams, second and third, third and second string, to now a starting spot, and a captain. Come on, man. Yep. Plus, he's a friend of our show, so we got to talk highly about it.
1: <laughs> well, we don't have to, but we do because he deserves it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, he absolutely you know, does. He,
1: he works his ass off, and come Sunday, he plays his ass off. You know, he – he tied the Colts' single-game tackle record with 18 tackles this past Sunday. I think um, he, he's fourth in tackles in the entire NFL right now. It's, it's pretty only week fucking one, badass.
0: It's only it's week only one. Right one.
1: Yeah, and Absolutely. and I'll tell you what, I had some reservations when we didn't sign Okariki back. Okariki.
0: There you go. But I was
1: I was seeing, devastated. Seeing Leonard back, seeing Zaire and Speed, them boys are playing good ball and they're playing together. I that was actually no, Yeah, I have no doubts about our linebacking core now.
0: That was None. actually gonna be my next question. How did it feel seeing Shaq back on the field and what was your takeaways from his gameplay?
1: Uh he's back. That was my takeaway. He's back.
0: That's you my know, takeaway as well.
1: Yep. We we got we got, uh, and I know he li- I know he listens to our show, so don't black my eye when I say this. But we got Darius back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shaq, you know. we're sorry, buddy. We're sorry. Yeah.
1: I I did notice that uh, third downs they pull him. You know they yeah. they kind of they kind of did a little ca- uh, snap count on him which is fine especially coming off a concussion
0: that and still
1: just
0: don't want to push a back issue
1: yeah just making sure his his body gets back in play shape yeah you, just, you, I mean, can, you, you can be you can be in all the physical shape you want but until your body gets used to those hits and bruises and bumps and scratches it, it's a different feeling and anybody Absolutely. that's played football knows this.
0: Absolutely, and I mean, well, it's just it's not only just football. Just the high intensity and the adrenaline that's comes from these types of situations. I mean, it's no comparison. But like you know, like you, you know, you're a veteran. You know what it's like. You know, you, um, especially on a battlefield of some sort. You know, you just get that adrenaline going. You don't know what's you know your bot. You know, your mind's just telling you to go, go, go. You never know what's hurt on your body. That's why people just break down um, so much after they're done with the military, in this case, the NFL too, right? So, it's just like um, the adrenaline gets going. Sometimes you got to save the players from themselves. Yeah, he's thinking he can keep going and going and going, but all it's going to take is one good shot to the back or one good shot to the head again. Yep. So... Speaking of yes, was, shot shot to the head,
1: I hope Ogletree's doing all right. I haven't heard anything else besides he's 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 in the concussion protocol.
0: That's man, that was that was such a dirty hit. It wasn't even funny.
1: Yeah, it was. You know. And, oh my god! When he got hit, he he basically would got knocked out because he went right down. But he, he held on to the ball.
0: Way to oh go, my- Drew! Yep, good job, Drew. Proud of you, buddy. Hold hope down, you get back out there soon. Absolutely. But um, and then Evan Hall, you know, he did what he could, and then he had his knee injury. I think it's—I'm pretty sure it was a torn ACL—is what he ended up having. So I think he's out for a while. Um, it, uh you,
1: but do you think it's this artificial turf causing all these knee and man. Achilles and hamstrings and everything else? Because to me, it seems like those three injuries that I just mentioned are getting more and more prevalent every week. Man, I
0: in my honest opinion, Big P, I don't think so. I think I mean come on. I mean there was rubber there was rubber turf back in the day where people had to wear tennis shoes and everything. That shit was hard as concrete and people wouldn't get nearly nearly hurt nearly amount of being hurt as people are now i just think the speed of the game and the power of the game is changing it's just you know it's you know look i mean i mean i know we're a cult show but look at look at the aaron Rodgers thing like he took he had to take he's almost 40 years old for one for one for two he took off like he's you know like he's 21 again man like it's just the body can't keep up with that. It caused him to get hurt. He wouldn't even, he wouldn't even hit. I seen it happen when he took off. Like he got hit. Yes. But it was after contact that, um, that he had that Achilles injury. So it's just like, I'm not going to blame the artificial turf. I mean, I've stood on it, you know, being on the sidelines and, um, I just think the speed, I mean, now if you want to put it this way, actually this gave me this thought. So is artificial turf good for the speed and like the evolution of the game right now. Uh, maybe not, maybe not. I mean, um, trying to get with myself here. Um, so I just think like the speed needs to be played on grass with the, with the elevation of performance that these players are doing it needs to be on grass. I think, I think they get a better penetration with the cleats. They get a better grip, um, uh, Juking, you know their foot, their feet are planted better, um, softer, obviously. Uh, so I don't know really, but I mean, I just I don't think it's the problem. I just think a lot of it has to do with also just the speed of this game. Could be. What do you think? Uh,
1: honestly, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, and that's why I posted it as a question. You know, we need some smart scientists to go out there and start collecting data. You know, so they can take care of these players better. That's what I think. That's what needs to happen. Because yeah, I mean, there's something going on that's causing all these. Where in the years past, you didn't see it as as frequent as you do in today's game.
0: True. All right, we'll cover. Let's cover our very young uh, defensive backfield real quick, and we'll get out of here for the night. So takeaways from the defensive backfield in week one, that young core.
1: I love how they're using Julian Blackman now. That dude caught my eye, and he was involved in damn near every defensive play. I love that. Yeah, and I, I absolutely love that.
0: I do too, man. It's it was good seeing him back out there. I mean, watching the hometown boy Juju out there too. You know, he did a phenomenal job. Yep. You know, being being a rookie. I mean, Gus has got his guys. I mean, we could see a new Legion of Boom. Very possible. I mean, they're very similar. They're they're built, they're built, and their strategies or their schemes are very similar to the Legion of Boom. So I think, you know, there's that very much potential. They just got to grow a little bit more like the rest of this team. I mean, we got one of the youngest teams in the NFL averaging 25.8 years old. Ryan Kelly being the oldest at 30. He just turned 30, I think, in the summer, I believe. But, yeah, I mean, impressive all around. There's so much potential here. Again, this is addressing the Colts Nation here. We just got to keep being patient. Optimism is great. It brings still brings good juice to these guys. They need to know that we have their back. Um, again, with the whole JT situation, we definitely need him. Hopefully, we get a deal struck soon. Um, not too not soon, worried. though.
1: I'm not worried about the deal. I'm just worried about him getting back on the field.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, Hopefully, we can reach something but- to where, you know – or you can get back on the field, and but that's the main thing, though, is he gets back on the field and he actually plays. Um, got anything else to add, Patrick, before we get out I, here tonight? I'm
1: extremely excited for our future. Extremely I am too. excited.
0: I am too. And speaking of exciting futures, we'll have our other show this Thursday at 7:30. We will do our pregame. Uh, Show to get ready for the Houston Texans in Houston, which by the way, your big P here is going to be in Houston. He's actually put a challenge out to everybody. Anybody who partakes in alcohol, first and foremost, please drink responsibly. Of course, anyone who partakes in drinking of alcohol, he wants you to do a challenge for him. Anytime that you see big P, in or on the television, take a shot. Because last year, he was all over the damn place. (laughs) (laughs) NFL Network, ESPN, memes everywhere. I mean, he was everywhere last year. So he's putting out a challenge to everybody. If you happen to see him on TV this Sunday in Houston, uh, take a shot for him. He'll definitely appreciate it. That'd
1: That'd be a lot of fun. (laughs)
0: you're gonna probably have a lot of drunk people out there by the way and then we want account
1: messages or hit us up on facebook twitter whatever and say you sorry son of a bitch i had to do 37 shots
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely call his big ass out that's for sure but have some fun with it
1: enjoy enjoy the time um now, I got a serious question for you, Acosta. All right. We got the Rams coming to town next home game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's on the menu
0: for our oh tailgate?
1: Yeah, the, be honest, yeah,
0: I did, there, I'll, huh? let,
1: I'll let you think about it for a second because I want to talk about all the hard work that you and Miss Sarah do getting all the food, getting it prepped, getting it cooked, getting the utensils, getting the drinks. It is a shitload of work without a doubt. So you and Miss Sarah get a gigantic
0: clap. Well, we definitely couldn't do it without our our tailgate family, our tailgate crew. Shout out to the Forge tailgate crew, Daniel, Rebecca, Darnella, You know who you are. You know who all our regulars are. Thank you so much. Adam J. um, Who else? Uh, Oh, my gosh. There's a lot to name.
1: Even um, the guy that made our our custom cornhole boards came out and tailgated with us. Gene Twitter with uh, Scorpion Scorpion Cornhole. Yeah. So if you haven't seen our cornhole boards, they are phenomenal.
0: They're actually pro grade, so you get the legit cornhole boards the pros use. Uh be sure you hit him up, Scorpion Cornhole Boards. Uh shout out to Adam J as well and his company. Uh what was it called? No Limit, right? No Limit Restoration. No Limit Restoration. Shout out to him. Hit him up for all your restoration needs. You know, we'll do a few good plugs for our friends. Um absolutely yeah, you,
1: you know, and, and what most people don't know. Is Adam J is the one that donated the RV to the Anvil?
0: Yeah, that beautiful machine that you've seen set at that, that tailgate was all yeah. from him.
1: The only tailgating vehicle in the country that's been christened by the team's G- GM. I'm claiming that right now until proven wrong.
0: Hey, here, here, all right.
1: <laughs> you know, so yeah, absolutely, Adam J, we love you to death, brother. You yeah, know. Absolutely. If you haven't seen his uh, Facebook page, just go look it up. No limit restoration or renovations, not restorations, renovations.
0: Okay. So no limit restorations. Um, renovations. Also, which one is it, Pat? Renovation. I mean, good okay. Good Lord Almighty. No limit renovations. renovations. Goodness gracious. And be sure, be, you know, Big P's also a un, uh, an unspoken sponsor. He's got his business, New Pal CBD. Be sure you hit it up on Facebook online or go stop at the store, New Palestine, Indiana, for all your CBD. He's got gummies, oils, pre-rolls. He's got it all. I mean, go hit him up. CBD is a new way to go. A lot of athletes are using it um, for recovery purposes, mental health purposes, lots of good benefits there with CBD. So go hit him up. He's your local weed guy, as he likes to say. So don't
1: be a, don't be a dummy. Try my gummy.
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Big P. But that with all that being said, everybody, thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. We will see you again uh on the next show, pre-gaming, the Houston game. Uh so do don't, don't forget to follow us on all our socials, Facebook, Twitter, or, I'm sorry, X, Instagram, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, Can't wait to see y'all again at the next tailgate come October 1st. We'll get there, but y'all have a great night. Stay blessed. Stay pretty. And above all, go Colts. Go Colts.
1: And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast and Bill Show on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook,